This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. Such a pleasure to be back here with you, Jordana. Always a pleasure. Good to see you. What I I it's uh I just want to let the listeners know how much I enjoy them listening. Same. I, I I'm in these streets. I hear from them. They're coming up to me. Jared uh, you up, you I that got guy. Even I get the occasional recognition. There we go. It's, they're talking about it, but not enough. I need you guys to tell a to friend. Share. share, share, share. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. Do it. Let them know the U Up podcast. And I get it. This is this is the podcast time of year. It people is. don't realize it. People think, oh, summer, summer I'm with interns, my friends. Summer chilling, road you, trips, l- lonely moments. In the car. We're here to fill your your lonely headspace. That's right. Don't and I always say this about podcasts. Get your thoughts out of your brain. Let me let let Let's, us let do, us fill them yeah. for you. Let us be the people that yeah. keep the wheels turning so that you don't have to turn the wheels. I agree with that. You know? Yeah. And we got our shows coming up. We've got the live shows. We're pumped. We're so excited. I, the Midwest, we are coming and you gotta go to get those tickets. Uh Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit. Toronto. That's the first leg. We're going to be pushing these for the next few weeks. Yeah. We want you to come, bring a crew, tell let the group assemble the group chat. Get them together. It all starts August 14th in Chicago. You guys And that's it. And those tickets Chicago. Yeah, you, you might be too late now. We're taping ahead of time. Yeah. So get those tickets, get the crew together. Pumped to be doing it. I, anything else going on, Jordana? Yeah, so I'm about to I'm about to celebrate my two year anniversary. I thought you'd have an interesting two year anniversary. And I, I thought you'd have an interesting take on this because my boyfriend is begrudgingly going to dinner with me because he doesn't believe that this is our real anniversary because he doesn't consider our first date an anniversary because interesting he was dating people after our first date. So okay. <laughs> yeah this is a tough one this is one of those things that like i feel like you've mentioned this before well they don't translate to our era you're doing the anniversary dinner because mom did it before you and grandma did it before her this is but this is the thing these are one of those traditions that do not translate to this era of dating because there's not exclusivity upon meeting exactly he's not going to your dad's House with the flowers. Right. Yo, Mr. Abraham, can I take your daughter out to the square dancing function? That's not how it goes. What an amazing impression. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that sounds just, sounded like, just an, like your boyfriend. Exactly. I'm just saying, to it's. I think when like you know when you force an anniversary, you're forcing like a, I don't like think a I'm ver- for- I don't think I'm forcing it, but I think it is like a milestone of like how long have we been seeing each other? It's like the night we met. Like we're as fine, I, I guess. I, I, I just, you know, in this day and age where you're, and he's right, you're dating we multiple sh- we people. We shouldn't celebrate anything ever. Nothing should be celebrated. <laughs> Everything should be miserable. Uh, I know, but you know, it's funny to me. It's like also 
so when I host a comedy show, when I'm at like the Comedy Cellar and I'm hosting a show, mm-hmm. um, I'll talk. How long you been together? Where, where are you guys from? How long you been? Just to get the crowd a right. little bit warmed up into the the idea it, of the you stage. You host a great show. I try my best. So there's someone in the crowd that they'll go, we've been together 10 years. And they'll be young. I'll be like, 10 years? You guys are young. What's going, you know. How did tell? When did you meet at the playground? You know, right. like what's going on? And they'll go, well, we're we're two years married, eight years dating, and it, or ten years together. Okay, which means they were dating for eight years, and now they've been married for two. And what's funny to me is married people will go, ugh, they'll ugh that. Why? Like if you've been married twenty years, you go, you've been married two years. Okay, <laughs> you know, like because they, they're saying marriage changes it. That's what they're saying. They're saying that, you know, until you got that, you've walked down that aisle, the years don't really even matter. You've no, made no commitment to one another. Like they, I but guess, but you're still like, you've known that person and sure. you're like. I mean, it, I've known my brother 30 years while he's been on earth. We you guys don't should have an anniversary. I, I'm just saying like I have friends. Okay, that, so like, you're, you're saying from the, it should be from the moment where you've decided to sign the legal contract binding you together the moment for... you might lose half your shit is the moment that, that you, you can should really be... call yourself in anything <laughs> an anniversary but i'm that's but i'm saying it, that comes from that's it, not from me they don't make a card that says that <laughs> yeah and <laughs> thanks for not taking half my shit i think uh, it's nice to have like a little moment where you like acknowledge and, and celebrate a relationship i think that's nice too but maybe we should be thinking of different days to match the the real life the experience. real life experience because like it makes sense that your our parents would be like, and it's ten years since our first date because maybe that their progression the, there wasn't like ten years since our first date, and then your dad wasn't like, well, I was also texting like seven people at once, and uh, I was sending dick pics to this girl on Instagram. Like it wasn't like that, right? Whereas nowadays, seven years since our you know like seven years since your first date thirty years ago is like wholesome and nice seven years since your first date only brings up bad thoughts that yeah i was with you but i was also like fucking yeah i met you but like i was also you know i yeah. fucked someone else that night like you know like you can't really <laughs> well, say now that. you're planting all these seeds i'm in my sorry head. i'm sorry that's right. <laughs> i just picked up your phone no i mean i get it i went on dates with people after our first date i just kind of what would be I, the anniversary i mean like like I, what, remember, I guess we the, we could have technically have an anniversary when we decided to like only date each other. That just seems like a w- more weird arbitrary. It's a weird, date. yeah. Uh, maybe the move-in date. Maybe that's the new anniversary. But, well, now I know, gotta wait. Now you gotta. <laughs> this is the thing. Women will do this thing where it's like, well, I want as many celebrations as I can get. It's so a, now they're like first date, first time we said we'll be together, first move in. You know, like you guys are just doing parties until you have to do all the, the wedding showers. Now you get a, a whole nother group of parties. I just want I just want the card. Really? Really? I like a card. I don't really care about gifts. I like a nice card. See, if I were him, I'm listening to this podcast. I hear like a card. I just do a random card on a random day. Oh, there you go. That's so nice. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. And now I'm playing the game. I because my girlfriend I, I bought you know Did I you ever was write at, a card um no she did say to me on her birthday did you, ever, did you write her a card apparently I fucked up the birthday and I only found out months later okay because I I was I was with um Michelle Wolf and I was I opened for her whenever I can on her birthday so I opened for her on her birthday and then I was like 
oh, it's her birthday. And I said to Jeff, I texted Jeff, I was like, what do you think I should do on the, I got to do something for Michelle on her birthday. And she goes, you know, everyone should blow out a candle on their birthday. That was like <laughs> Jess's response. That was her passive aggressive way of telling you that she didn't. Get, okay. She didn't get to blow out a candle on her birthday. And I go, yeah, you're right. That's a good idea. She goes, some people didn't get to blow out a candle on their birthday. And now I'm like, oh, did I not get you a candle? And, and like, I don't even fucking remember. Right. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, well, it's funny. that. Oh, now that no, write it down. Maybe I should get a tattoo that says make sure there's Maybe a candle blown out. Maybe you should write it down. Well, it's, it's funny because everyone has like a tradition or a thing that means something to them that the other person might not get at all. Of For course. him, he's like, I never write cards. Like, why would yeah. we write a card? I haven't written a card to anyone ever And in how years. would he know that you love a card right. so much? Without me telling. Well, he found that out on our first anniversary. <laughs> That's how we found out? Where I got a card that I didn't like. Um, <laughs> Hold on. You can't ask for the thing and then judge how he did the thing no i wanted to say well that was my issue i had high expectations and they for didn't this meet card them, yeah. and what were they did you just write xo i want no i wanted <laughs> it to be like a sentimental it's hard to get a man to express himself right it's easier i think to have them write I it down i express myself every week every you do, wednesday right, at five spot, o'clock you do. on this podcast not everyone has this outlet though some i'm people, here for you let me answer for him i'll answer some all. people are tougher to get the emotions and feelings i'll out tell you of. exactly how he felt what? <laughs> i like a, i don't necessarily i don't need to be like 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 a verbally affirmed constantly or told great things mm-hmm. or whatever. But like every now and then I like a little reminder of how someone feels, especially mm-hmm. I think men are way less emotive. They're not constantly telling you what's in their head. So like, I like a nice card that like, re- that that makes the person reflect on how great I am. Sure. Of course. Um. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You need a yearly reminder of how great you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and that's that's probably from my past experience. That's something I've always. Everyone has their own thing that they think that shows that someone appreciates them. That's my thing for your girlfriend. That's a that's a a candle with a, a cake with a candle. Next right? year I'm gonna get her a cake so small with a candle that's like an Huge. inferno. I'm like, there's your fucking candle. That's exactly how she'll <laughs> blow that out. Herself. She'll bitch. probably be like, great, he remembered. Yeah. <laughs> so what did the card say? That you didn't um, like. It was just like full of jokes. And I was like fine with the jokes, but like <laughs> I wanted it to have like a sentimental tie around. That's going to be a fun moment for him. He's like, I did it. Got the card. Hands it over. You're reading it. And he's waiting for that first laugh. And you're just like, huh. Not good enough. Mm. <laughs> uh, violets are blue. I choose you. Fun. Hilarious. Like, I can imagine. He's like, and he's just watching you read this card being like, I fucked this up. Yeah, I mean, it started a bit. It started. We had a little bit of a fight about it. But listen, we communicated about it. We talked it out. Ever since then, my cards are great. There you go. Yeah. Now you got what you wanted. Now I got what I want. Even though it's him just doing what you want. Like, it's not even like him. That's what we do for people that we care about. We do shit that we don't necessarily feel like doing because the other person appreciates it. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why... My girlfriend's going to get a forest fire for her to blow out. Right. On her birthday. Maybe you think it's stupid to her. It's not stupid to her. It's like, this is what, you know, this is what I like. This makes me, this reminds me of something that I had when I was a kid that made me feel good. And I want to keep being, I don't care if you're doing it because you won't, just because you, uh, <laughs> hear you that, have to. Hear that single people. Have fun <laughs> doing things you think are stupid for the rest of your life. That's what you're trying to get to. Um, on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> on occasion, you just got to do things that other people like, even though you think they're stupid, you got to like. Yeah, I went to a fucking golf game, okay? Yeah. That was stupid. Did. I went there cuz he he wanted to go and he liked it. So Sure. I get it. You know. We Let's- all we all do make sacrifices. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? 
Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. What did you think? I think this email is interesting because I've heard it before and it's an interesting phenomenon. Okay. What do you do if someone threatens to break up with you? Threatens. Threatens. They don't actually do it. They just I'm going to break up with you right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jordana and Jared. I'm a big fan of the podcast and look forward to it every Wednesday. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on this bizarre situation I'm having with a guy I'm dating. Long story short, we live in the same building and have been dating for half a year. Living so close by... by by kind of expedited our relationship in the first few months were perfect no issues whatsoever last lately he and i have have been in an argumentative rut whenever we do get into an argument however petty or small he becomes super defensive and immediately attempts to break up with me a totally rash and out of proportion to the situation reaction i think our arguments are normal and meaningless and certainly don't warrant a breakup at this point he has ended it with me three separate times however in quotes (laughs) Whenever this happens, I'm able to talk him off off the ledge. So he obviously isn't too committed to the idea of breaking up. After these breakup conversations, he is super affectionate and into me and basically acts like nothing happened. It's total whiplash. Now I feel like I have to walk on eggshells and that any disagreement will result in another I'm done from him as that appears to be his immediate response to conflict with me. Uh, When the going gets tough, this guy gets going. So why does he keep breaking up with me if that's seemingly not what he wants? Will he always be like this or are these just early relationship kinks? Am I crazy for repeatedly talking him down and trying to make it work? Any thoughts would be greatly appreciated as I really don't get what's going on here. Thanks. Whiplash Warrior. Um, 
What are your thoughts? Yeah, on this, this is interesting. Um, I'm going to give her some hard information. Let's hear it. It's going to be not what she expects to hear or wants to hear. He is slowly breaking up with you. Whenever someone threatens... Like fake breaking up with you? Yeah, fake breakup is him loosening the tooth to get it out of his mouth. That's mm. when... You know when the car's stuck in the snow and you got to go... You roll it back and forth and then you, you roll it back and then hit the hit the gas. Roll it back, hit the gas. Right. Roll it back, hit the gas and you're out. That's what the uh, attempted breakup is. It's to soften future breakup and the reason he's doing this is because he lives in the building with her he knows it's going to be tough they live in the same building she said oh, so it moved very quickly yeah. because they move in the same building now he's trying to figure out he's trying to get her on board with the relationship ending he's trying to get her, get her used to the idea get her used to the idea and then also when someone says it's a i'm done i can't do this anymore they want you to go, you're right, I'm done too. They want the breakup that's to come from both should, sides. That's what you should do when anyone is trying to threaten to break up with you. You should not have to talk someone off of a ledge no. to be with you. You should be with someone who would be so terrified to say that for fear that you would take it seriously because they want to be with you so badly that they would never even plant that seed in your head. This is the point, exactly what you're saying. He's saying it, you know, you would never say that with someone you want to be with. Right. You're saying that to test them to be like, well, I'm out. You out too? Because because <laughs> now if you're both out. That's when you suggest, like when you lightly suggest a restaurant that you yeah. want to go to. Uh, you want to do. Or like when you suggest kind of like when you put plant the seeds of canceling plans. Yeah. What are you doing? Ah, I'm so busy, but I mean, no, I'll do it if you want to do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you're right. I got a lot of things going on, too. Now you both cancel yeah. the plan. Instead of one person being the asshole. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get you to break up amicably, which is the that is the uh, the amicable breakup is the dream of the person who wants to break up. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like, oh, we broke up amicably. That's not how it happens. Not, you know, that's why is he like super affectionate towards her after this? Because he saw, you know, because then he's he he sees that she's not going to. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he's knowingly doing this as much as I am saying he's knowingly right. doing this. But this will end at some point. What happens is when you're with I think he's somebody, not 100% sure that he wants that. But he like to me, it seems uh, like I'm, I'm pretty. He kinda, I'm he gets, sure. he, he's scared of the idea of breaking up with her, but he kind of wants to do it. Yeah, I think he's he, scared he like, of what he regret, all the, He does regret it as well. Otherwise, he would just stick to the... Here's what comes out of it. It's really tough to break up with someone. Let me, like Women don't give men a lot of emotional credit. It's tough tough to end a relationship. It's not easy. If, okay? you, if you're direct with it, yeah, then yeah. it's tough. Well, that's the thing. That's why I'm talking about rolling the car out of the snow. Mm. Like, he's trying to like, you know... Ooh, like rock it back and forth until he can push it over the over the lump of snow. Right. Instead so, of just gunning it. Instead of just <laughs> gunning it. Exactly. So, you know, the reason we get affectionate afterwards is because now that you're back in, I've had this happen where I've like, I've actually like gone to people's apartments to break up, then been convinced out of the breakup because mm -hmm. I was too much of a pussy. And then it was like, 
you're having that post, you know, fight sex moment. Right. Where you're like, oh, maybe this could work until you remember like a couple of days later. The reasons really... that you wanted to walk in that apartment and end it. Right. So, but we all do that. After like a fight, you have these, the most, oh, I would have lost you. I was so close. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you grab on tighter to the thing that you almost lost. Mm-hmm. I just think like I I I don't think he's like a hundred percent sure he wants to do it, but I think he's there's a there's a large part of him that wants to do it. I don't think he's. I agree he's not sure, but his body is telling him this ain't the person he's gonna marry. So he's like looking for what the out will be. You don't think there's any chance that this is just like a tactic that he uses to like scare women into like when into giving him a hard time. No, I don't think I've that's, seen, I've that's seen diabolical. Some, I've seen some, I feel like I've seen that on like some shows with some guys where they're like, um, almost like, oh, you're going to start a problem with me. Like we're done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, ever, you never, you don't, I'm sure you don't watch the challenge on MTV. I don't watch that show. I know. I, I know there's a lot of fans. I, right. I do understand that people use like if they know that they have a lot of power over the girl or vice versa the other way around where they kind of use that person's like extreme love and affection for them as a way to do whatever they want and Mm. just threaten this breakup because they know it would be so devastating to them that they'll like get them to back off. Yeah, that's I mean, to me, that's like an evil guy from a Hallmark movie. <laughs> you know, I think me, it happens, but I'm not saying it, it's I not think, yeah, terrible. I I just that's not the way my mind would work. Like to me, that's how a woman wants a guy to be evil. Like I watched this Hallmark movie once, mm-hmm. um, where they're written for women. That's who watches it. And I'm watching the Hallmark movie, and the guy who's she moves into the house across the street. There's a guy who's going to put in a security system in her house because she's alone with her daughter. Okay. So this guy's the creep. He's like the king creep. He's the guy that we all hate. He comes in the house to put in the security system. He goes in her bedroom. Puts the cameras. He's putting in the camera. No, but then he opens the drawer. Okay. And he's going through her drawers and he takes out her bathing suit and he's looking at the bathing suit and then he does a dream sequence. They go to him so that his dream sequence uh, the the creepy guy is him with the woman in the bikini he's holding, sipping champagne in a jacuzzi. Okay, that is a woman's idea of a creep. Oh, the things he's doing in his head are should be, are probably much worse. So this is real, is what you're saying. Real creep walks in that bedroom, takes the takes her underwear masturbates into the underwear, then eats the <laughs> underwear, then shits it into the toilet and comes while he's shitting. Okay. That, you know, that's some, that's do something we see they don't the, show you on Lifetime. This is what I'm saying. This is the, the female idea of it versus the okay. reality of how gross a man is. Okay. So the idea that the guy is like, yeah, and I keep her with me because every time I, I, I bring up a breakup, she can't bring up any fight that I... To me, that's less likely. That's like a female okay. scenario. Then my thought is, yeah, I'm going to bring up the breakup because I am I want her to be like, well, we both broke up and now it's a little more comfortable while I live in the apartment that I live three doors from her on. Okay. Because when you've convinced someone else that it's their idea, it's easier for them to buy. Right. I guess it depends on how big of a sociopath he really of is. Of course. I mean, Either way, though, you should probably. I understand both sociopaths exist. Right. I don't know which it is. I'm, I'm, I think it's one. You think it's the other. It okay. could be either. It ain't good. Well, I think either way, the get to the way to get this guy to to end this situation, whatever this is, is the next time he does that, you say, "Okay, we're broken up." 
and then Got it. take a day away from your phone. I bet you also, though, he'll be back. He'll be texting back. And then you say, hey, and then, I, you know, if I were her, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to play the game right. of we're off or on. I mean, I talked a couple episodes ago about also, also, I don't want to be with someone who breaks up with me every No, months. this isn't what I, I, I don't need to be broken up with because the sink was clogged. Right. You know, like what, when does this end? I talked about being in arguments with my girlfriend and like how I was feeling about it and how hard it was. It was hard because I was willing to go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the difference between a relationship and someone you're seeing is right. a relationship. You're like, okay, we have this issue. We got to hash it out. We got to figure it out. Someone you're seeing, you're like, eh, okay, I'm going to get going. Right. I'll find someone who it works with better. I agree. You know? See, we, we're, we're in agreement. A race relationship is doing shit that you don't want to do. <laughs> this is, this is because fair. you care. I agree with because that. Because you care. I just think it's funny that we're all trying to get to that. Right. You know, like everyone's like, I want to be in a relationship. Really? <laughs> you want to go to golf games? The benefits are there. The you benefits are there. I like a nice back scratch every now and again. Exactly. That's what. That's why we're here. <laughs> that's why I'm in this thing. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some weird sex. Let's do it. Hi, J&J. This happened to me literally last night, this morning, and I feel compelled to share with you guys and follow and fellow betches as a warning. Uh-oh. Wow. Sound that alarm. <laughs> so yesterday was a major annual parade in my city. Everyone day drinks for it, goes out to bars afterwards. After many hours of drinking and a few too many vodka sodas, I met a guy in a bar and we hit it off. My memory of the entire night is fuzzy at best, but... We went home together. I woke up the next morning needing to pee and get some water. As I was peeing, I realized I had gotten my period the day before, but had no memory of taking my tampon out. I reached down to feel for the string, but couldn't find it. Terror began to set in. Upon further investigation, I found the tampon lodged deep in my vagina. Deep in my vagina. (laughs) Deep in the vagina. (laughs) Hello. Hello. It's a tampon. <laughs> in there. Some great improv. <laughs> is this good? Yeah, I like it. I feel like I'm in the Grand Canyon with right? the tampon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Have you seen any tampons in there? <laughs> I knew that this we This is had... like the Magic School Bus, Anatomy <laughs> Edition. Is that you're right? Yeah. Let's shrink on down with uh <laughs> Miss Frizzle. Miss the Frizz and getting in there. Uh, we got to find that tampon. Let's go, kids. Let's go through the vagina. <laughs> I knew that we hadn't had sex, but he had fingered me a lot. <laughs> a lot of fingers have been there. Wow. Apparently, in the process, he had shoved my tampon so far up that I couldn't get it out. Ooh. But interesting that he didn't notice. We got some Colombian miners down there. He thought your... Uh, <laughs> he didn't notice, yeah. thought your vagina was especially cottony that day. <laughs> Ooh, this this vagina is really nice on my fingers. It's like a pillow down there. I I do know, like to take his side a little bit. Like I, if I was drunk, I'm with a girl. Consent, obviously given. Uh, and she, you, know, I, you wouldn't I, think about it. I, the thing about men's knowledge. I mean, I don't think the health. Well, we've already learned from the queefing episode that you're not very, exactly no, a sex little. ed teacher. Yeah. So I, I mean, to me, I could understand where guys like. There's certain things with like the female vagina that you don't want to sound like you don't know vagina. So you're like, if I was fingers on, what are you like, gonna? You're not gonna say anything. So you right. just don't say anything. Yeah. You're just like, okay, 
I guess she's got like a cotton vagina, you know. Right. Like, I don't know. This must be a new form of birth control. Sure, yeah. Extra I, cotton. Exactly. It's like a sponge. Alright, yeah, this is what I guess this is what the nouveau ring feels <laughs> like, you know, like apparently in the process you had shoved my tampon so far up that I couldn't get out. This is literally the type of horror story you hear about in middle school sex sex ed. You do? <laughs> Well, we, as girls, we've heard we've heard a few of these stories. I they shouldn't split up the classes for sex ed. Did they split up your classes? They didn't. I thought they did for mine. But they maybe. teach them too young, where you're like, like I feel like we had sex ed in like middle school, and they were like having us feel testes for tumors. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're like you're done. Right. You know it all. Now. I was like, I don't feel like that really helped me in life quite as much as sex some other ed information. Should have been a college requirement. Yeah. That would hunt, make more yeah, sense. That's when most people are having sex. I wasn't having sex in high school, so I wasn't listening. Yeah, so then I wouldn't think that I got to go pregnant from a fart or some shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting up all night over a, a rampant farting episode thinking I got her done. Uh, I got into bed with him and felt like I needed to tell him in case uh, I died of sepsis on the spot. What's sepsis? Um, is it sepsis or is it... um? What's the word called with a tampon? They always have a label on the box. Toxic shock syndrome. Oh. I don't know I'm if that's the same a, as a sepsis or not. D- I, I, if you're listening to this now, I found out what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get a thousand DMs. Don't, don't DM him. He knows. I know. It sucks. Okay. I agree. I th- I'm pretty sure it's toxic shock syndrome. I'll Google it while All you right. finish reading. He was a great sport. Clearly had not felt the tampon at any point in the night and felt badly about it, but we were able to joke about it. Great. Anyway, after a lot of Googling for tips, tricks, and a few hours of fishing around, I gave up and went to urgent care. I love the thought of her fishing around her vagina. Just going, (laughs) where is this tampon? I think basically the entire staff was behind the front desk when they asked me what I needed help with. I'm free of the quote-unquote foreign body, see attached. She put her in urgent care, uh, like, outpatient thing that they give you. And it says, you saw blank on on Sunday. Uh, following issue was addressed. Foreign body in, in, in the vagina. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that. have to use pads this week because my poor vagina took such a beating. <laughs> oh, my God. It takes a beat and keeps on ticking. Uh, takes a lick and keeps on ticking. My <laughs> friends are calling this the big dig. This must be coming from Boston. Uh, but we What's would... The- the Big Dig is a huge construction project that took place in Boston for like 30 years. Uh, <laughs> but, but we'd love to hear what now you guys think. Now it's funnier. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what... Uh, that's funny. That's funny. That's. I, I mean, I, I'm I've happy she figured it yeah. out. I'm happy that every, both people were like, oh, that stinks. I'm, that's like a... That's a good so- awkward sex encounter, I feel like. Everyone was on board. I agree with that. I think um, this one's... I've heard of things like that happening before where... where People, things get stuck or people forgot to take things out or that kind of thing um and i think it's ne- it's so that's why it's really important to know your vagina super yeah. well and not feel depth not feel weird about going in there to get something if you feel like it might be lost in there sure a lot of people feel weird about like sticking their own fingers in their vagina much like the male penis semen thing okay yeah yeah, yeah. i think but like we've all got to be like a little more comfortable with our own bodies sure Although it sounds like she actually did try to get it out, and she, she just said couldn't, she fished around. She couldn't get it. Yeah, like like a, like her ring was stuck in the drain. Exactly. But <laughs> what would you call it? Um, I have a couple. Let's hear yours. Illegal immigrant. Okay, <laughs> <I> like <laughs> That's that. A foreign body. I like it. Uh, I had the button pusher because he pushed the button so far in. I like illegal immigrant better. Here's my the one I like the best. 
Deep Space Jine. Deep Space Jine. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like the big dig now that I know about the big the, dig is great. Uh, um, Boston thing. You have a lot more is Boston it, info r- than I do. Red flag deal breaker. How do you feel? Red, not nothing. I feel nothing. like that, you know, yeah, that ha- could happen, especially if you're like drinking at night. I could see like it'd be a little weirder if that happened like sober. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like like. Have you ever well, done anything like that? I'd like for the woman to know how to handle a tampon sober, you know, right. like because I know so little. One time I was with a girl and she was drunk and I saw the string. Oh, yeah. and that was a shocking moment. I didn't realize the string thing. The string must be so weird for guys. It must look like it's like an actual plug. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like really I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, it you're like, is, oh, okay, yeah. this right. all boy, what an engineer. Right. But when when I first saw the string hanging out, I was like, huh. Does like, it make you think like I can't it's so great that I don't have to deal with that. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't have to put what? fucking tampon up my ass every month. Like what must, <laughs> yeah, what must it be like to be a man and not just bleed for I mean, a week straight every month? Thank goodness. Thank God I'm a man. <laughs> I I don't know. The string though, it is one of those things like you see it and you want to look at it and then you're like, I got to look away. And then right. you're like, how does this all... That's how I feel about a flaccid penis. Oh, really? Uh, I don't... <laughs> you don't want to hold it in right. your hand? <laughs> yeah. like, a little, like, a, like a hamster? Right. I kind of want to know like what its deal is, but not enough to like really stare. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. an episode of The Bachelorette just recently where the guy went naked bungee jumping. Oh, wow. With Hannah. And I was like, all I could she think about... She was naked too? They were both naked, and that Fully. was like the whole idea. I think she put on her Instagram stories that she wore underwear, but okay. I kept thinking about, like, man, penis don't travel. Fly well. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, you know, penis is one of those things. Neither that do boobs, really. Are boobs like balls where they, like, smell they after could, a flight? It depends on, like, the bra that you're wearing. They could. Yeah. If they're, it's, like, sweaty in there. I get off a flight, and... These balls are rancid. Rance, I mean, you said that like almost British. <laughs> These rancid, rancid balls, balls <laughs> are not to be announcing, announcing the daily specials. Well, they were. And tonight, we will be having balls Future. a la rancid uh, <laughs> with schmegma. Exactly. I don't know. The uh, balls get gross. You know, I can't. I can't imagine. You know, women deal with a penis in a way that I never have to deal with my own penis. Why? Well, I'm not seeing it from that angle. Like I'm experiencing a right. vagina from a way. I mean, that we you never see ours understand. the same. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I was. I mean, I talk about the vibrator on stage. I, one part of the joke that I've been doing is that like women are just like, yeah, use the vibrator, and it's like, yeah, but we're seeing it from a whole different perspective. Like that's not as sexual to us, right? It's more like technical. Or yeah, like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a workman. Yes. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I do think this is interesting. It's nice that we can talk about these things here. Yeah. Because listen, guys, you're going to see yeah. a string that's attached to a tampon. I've heard of the tampon thing. If you thing. pull it, all the water comes out of her body. <laughs> exactly. And then she's gone. Um, I've heard about it with the tampon thing. I've heard of the condom getting stuck in there as well. I've heard um, of that too. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes things get stuck. If you can grab them, grab them. Grab no it for dear w- life. Yeah. If you can get in there, get in there, get it out. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yes. UUP at Betches.com. And listen, you got to share this show. Share it with a friend. Do it. Share it. 
Give the gift of you up for the summer. You've got like a not a bad voice. I used to sing in high school. No way. Were you in the play? No plays, but I was in the choir. I was in middle school honors choir. And then uh, in high high school, I took choir because it was like one, just an easy four credit requirement. That must be like one of the most shocking things I've heard about. Really? I do not picture you in the choir at all. This is uh, I don't. I don't see you in any group activity where that it involves some level of like. I did make fun of it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. You were there. like the guy in American Pie in the choir. Who's that guy? Uh, Chris Klein. Yeah, yeah, I looked just like him in high school. That was me. <laughs> that was me. Uh, hot. What was he singing? Lacrosse bro who also sang. Yeah. That spoke like this. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Suck me beautiful. <laughs> Suck me beautiful. I forgot about that. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do an email. You ready? Hey, Jared and Jordana, I have an interesting dilemma for you. My boyfriend and I have been dating for nine months, and the last month has been long distance due to him getting a new promotion and moving a few hours from me. We've had two weddings in the last month, so we haven't really felt too much of the of the pain of long distance, but I do miss him, and in our last trip, I felt ready to tell him I am in love with you. I was waiting for him to say it first, which is stupid. At the wedding reception, a few drinks in, we were having a nice time enjoying the balcony, overlooking the mountains, and with the liquid courage inside me, I made the leap. I professed my feelings. It was great, and he returned- At a wedding. Yes. Okay. And he returned my sentiments and told me, I love you too, and I have for a while now, which is where he should have stopped talking. Instead, he said, I love you too, and I have for a while now, but I have to tell you something. I was married before, and I've been divorced. Due to heightened emotions- Not that, I mean, I mean at that point- this Nine information, months in? he should have said it another time, but all of this is misplaced. Right. All you, the information. You right. saying I need to, you saying I love you at a wedding 
I mean, you haven't really even allowed for a discuss. You know, like not the place you want to like. Well, it's get into like it. where's the exits? You know, like, <laughs> like then, right? You know, like when you get on a plane, if there's a problem, you want to know where the exits are. Um, if you're gonna say I love you at a wedding. Well, you might have just ruined a whole wedding night. I also wouldn't, right? I wouldn't start a serious conversation on a plane either with anyone I was Yeah, dating. where are the exits? Right. Believe me, I've tried to start a fight on a plane, and it doesn't end well. Not fun. <laughs> yeah. So I, so where she says I love you, and then she gets the answer that makes it a great night, and she he goes I love you too. This is great, and I want to tell you I was married and I divorced. Okay, well, didn't you get like? Isn't it nice that he's there with, you know, let's go through the. Yeah. Due to heightened emotions and the complete and utter shock of this, this news was to me, I went absolutely insane. <laughs> Real Housewives level meltdown on the balcony where thankfully we were at least alone. It was horrible. He apologized profusely and he knows and admits that that was the worst possible time to drop the news. I mean, I don't think it is. We we had to go back to our Airbnb and basically neither of us really slept. I have chronic anxiety and I don't do well with happy surprises, let alone complicated scenarios involving the person who just an hour hour ago I described as amazing kind and sort of perfect we never he still might be those things we never had any major issues and he's been nothing but wonderful to me my friends and my family more tears and panic ensued in the morning and I just had no clue what to do I told him after getting back home and having time to process and cry alone in my car I wanted to try and work it out but I'm frustrated and the long distance isn't helping uh, I think he will need to meet me with a therapist and learn to open up more so he doesn't hide his life from me. I also don't really want to have to wait to see if he changes and takes my suggestion of speaking to professional seriously or not. I put him on a pedestal, which is my fault, and he, but he fell off and I'm left confused and wondering if I can really move on from this experience. Sincerely, a long-winded and exhausted batch. This seems to me like a, a case of the finding out that someone isn't perfect scenario. Yeah. Which I mean, happens yeah. at every point at one point in every relationship. Yeah, I, I, I can't be against her enough. <laughs> I can't have less good things I, to say. Yes, I, I, right. I appreciate her emailing in. I appreciate that she's vulnerable with the show. Mm. But here's the here. I'm OK. Obviously, nine months is a little long into a relationship to tell someone something uh, that's yeah, a major they, major thing in their life right yeah however you don't know how big of a thing it actually was really unless you like really like find out about it it's it, it's it's one thing to be like well i have a family with children and i didn't tell you about them and i've been hiding them from you this totally whole time different right that's what i'm saying yeah. that's one thing if it's like hey like a few years like years ago i got married and like it was just a total mistake and like but she didn't even give him that right, opportunity. Right. The, so I'm going by what she wrote. Okay. So she says, I love you. He goes, I love you too. And I have for a while now. And, but I have to tell you something. I was married before and I've been divorced. On the level of things that comes up after I have to tell you something. Where does that rank? Like, let's look realistically where that ranks on the list of things you don't want to hear. Is it a thousandth? It could have been, but I have to tell you something. I have a whole family and I'm married right. still. But I have to tell you something. Um, I'm, you know, I also have another girlfriend and she's here too. But I have to tell you something. Like, uh, look right, at the I killed list. a man. I killed a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you something. This isn't my real name. 
Right. You know, I have to tell you something. Um, I don't. Uh, I love you, but I have to tell you something. I have a a small child in a cage in my basement. Like there are all these things. <laughs> so right. when she and first and then she goes. He apologized profusely. He knows and admits that was the worst time to drop that news. We had to go back to... Uh, so then she says, real housewives level meltdown on the balcony. So I'm assuming... Good thing we were alone. No, 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 no. Everyone fucking saw you act like a two-year-old. Right. Okay? Everyone watched you two walk out. Everyone goes, they're in a fight tonight. Everyone saw that. Over what? Because he said he loves you, and then rev- and then said, and then "Okay." Told you something that he that, deeply personal right. that he was obviously having trouble. Think about how hard it was wanting for him. to tell you for a while. If you've been wanting to tell him that you love him for the, for this whole for, uh, he's been wanting to tell you this for longer than that. But he's obviously scared, and honestly, then, slightly for a good reason. You don't seem like you take uh, things that don't go perfectly that well. Exactly. Here's and she wrote this. I have chronic anxiety. Fine. Okay, I, I hope you're getting help. I don't do well with happy surprises, let alone complicated scenarios involving the person who just an hour ago I described as amazing, kind, and sort of perfect. Here's, you don't like happy surprises, yet you're bringing up a big surprise at the wedding to say I love you and then expecting an answer right away to see what you th- he feels. So right. you've done to him what you don't like being done to you. Right, and you're also like completely shocked at this, that he that that he wouldn't tell you this earlier when you give off the vibe of yeah. not liking to hear anything that's a surprise at so, all. So to him, if I'm in his <laughs> sho- exactly, if if I'm in his shoes, my girlfriend who hates surprises gets really anxious. Told me something deeply personal. Okay, the 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 floodgates have opened. Right now it's personal time. Here's Now's the time to do it. When would have been the right time? Yeah. Now she's like the annoying thing about this to me is that she's on this like high horse of like you need you need therapy because you need to learn how to like speak to me. It's like the first step to this is not like here's why you're a fuck up and we need to fix no. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first step of this is like hey like that's uh, that thanks for telling me because I'm sure that was hard to tell you. Maybe I, I'm I'm kind of surprised that you didn't tell me that earlier. What took you so long? right? What took you so long? Is there something that also like, is there something, were you afraid of the way that I would react? Is there, what's, what's the reason that it took you so long to tell me? When you point the finger three point back at you. Right. Okay. You have to look inside and say, why didn't he tell, why couldn't he tell me? What what vibe am I giving off? Do I not react to (laughs) to, (laughs) to surprise as well? Oh, you don't? Well, maybe it was, you're a hard person to break these types of things to. And maybe that's something you need to work on with a professional. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The bit, the people that say you need therapy always need therapy the most. You right. need to see a therapist. Like there's a meme out there that like I don't care for. Like it kind of makes me roll my eyes. Like listen, I get why people think it's funny, but it's like, you know, the new the new good guy is a guy who's in therapy or something right. like that. And it's like, yeah, okay. Why don't we all let everyone make their own decisions about how they're going to deal with their own mel- mental health? Okay. You know, like why don't, we all have our things. We all want to be aware. We all want to go talk to the people we love. And we all want to be get through the shit because life is hard for everybody. Not just you. You're not the one who gets anxious. The only one that gets anxious. He does too, apparently, because it was hard to bring this up to you. To me, take care of your own house to then be okay with someone else's house. Right. So to me, she should stop this whole like, well, he'll go to therapy if he really loves me. No, no, no. You two will have a adult conversation that doesn't have you kicking and screaming on the floor at a wedding. Right. Take a little ownership over. Yeah. Right. Over. And, 
I, I, I you and know. yeah, I obviously he should he should have told you earlier. That's like a that's a clear thing of like that's usually don't you don't wait nine months in telling Fine. someone that you're you're. But the bigger question is not what they did, but why they did it. Yes, right? of course. So it's like that's the thing to remember here is like, and you don't need a therapist to tell you that. You could just ask him. Yeah, why don't you have a conversation now? Right. Now he's this crazy person that he was perfect one day, and now he needs to go see someone the next. Maybe. Life is gray. Maybe everything exists in between. Maybe you're hard to tell these things to. And he was like, oh, yeah, I probably should have said something else. on the list of things. Again, I have to come back to that point mm. of. Right. Not I love you. He, so like, I love you. I've been waiting to tell you. But. But. Right. I murdered my whole family. Like. I believe in astrology. I, yeah. <laughs> that's even worse. But <laughs> I, I, I wear male adult diapers. Yeah, but I'm in a cult that I mean, even to go less weird. I have a girlfriend. Yeah, (laughs) like, you know what the uh, and like also what you've done, what she has done has made now she's made the whole unpacking of this other relationship unpackable. Like not pa- right. Well, now he's not going to want to tell you anything. Exactly. Why? Because he's going to be so scared if, to offend you, or if make you can't you handle out. that. Yeah. If you can't handle that, a guy you dated has dated other people and had a whole relationship. I, you know, to me, if I were me, if if I'm dating someone, I go, I love you, and they go, I love you, but I've actually now I feel like it's the good time to say it because we're being open and honest and vulnerable. Right. I I've been married and divorced. Oh my God. Well. I want to know who, who, what, where, when mm-hmm. was the wedding big? Was it small? Like these are all like actually interesting things that get you to know someone better. Right. More than the actual fact. Again, like the totally. why, how did that wind up happening? How does that affect it? How you think of marriage? What's, uh, what did that experience teach you? Like to me, that's like, you know, when someone brings up an ex in general, I love ex questions. <laughs> like I think they're interesting. I like and, them too. And the, yeah, they tell you, so much about the person because it's not personal to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have, you you know, it's kind of like this like fun. Well, you can see how, how you kind of fit into that equation or like, sure. or it makes more sense often like what you're doing there. Totally. How did, yeah. How did I end up here? Right. Post this whole thing. Right. Well, I, my therapist has always told me to ask about someone's earliest relationship and their most recent one. Oh, okay. Those yeah. are the two most important relationships well, to know about. But that's how you start conversations. You never start conversations with some, no one. Now you, he's now he's not telling you anything. <laughs> and now you guys are long distance, which is also why you're anxious, which is also why you're questioning things. You don't know where this is going to go. You guys are have these wedding trips planned and maybe there's no trip planned after right. this. So you're like, well, where do we go from here? Well, all of that is on your mind. And because you made, you're like, well, you're going to therapy. You need to see someone now because of that. You've now not let him know how sad you are and how anxious you are about the other shit. Right. And it's also like, get, again, get out of that fairy tale mode. Like people aren't perfect. No. You're good relationships. Are, yeah. Good relationships, you know, travel across rocky seas. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I look at how, you know, we're talking in the beginning about you know, the anniversary stuff and how it doesn't happen. You know, it doesn't Linear, start linearly. It's yeah. not very linear anymore. And yeah. it's like, you know, I look back at like, you know, starting and I'm in a new relationship. I'm not, you know, starting our relationship and having and issues we've had. I'm like, yeah, but that's also like things that have gotten me to know the person that I'm dealing with and still trying to find out about. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, that's true. Let's do some more emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Have you bought your tickets? Chicago. I have mine. Toronto. I'll be at all the shows. I'll be at all the shows too. That's right. We'll be there. Will you? Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland. Detroit, Motown. I can't wait. I love Detroit. Love Detroit. Good food, good people. Weird casinos. I've never been, I've never been to any of the places I think that we're going. They built all so these pumped. casinos at a certain point. Like Detroit was in a lot of trouble, so they built all these casinos, and they like don't match the city at all. <laughs> like, why are they? There's one called Greek Town that's like literally looks like Mykonos just grew out of the ground in the middle of Detroit. It's I don't imagine weird. that Detroit is a very Mykonosy. Yeah. Mykonos <laughs> no, they're line. big. Uh, I mean, Coney's are huge there, and the food, Greek food, great there. Okay, mm. but I'll I'll go. I'll see for myself. You'll see for next yourself. month. That's why I get your tickets now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, J&J, love the podcast. I can't thank you enough for all of your hilarious dating advice. So here's my story. I think my boyfriend might be secretly gay. Ooh. I don't like these types of emails. Well, I'm maybe be, you should have told me before. We no, started. no, no, no. I, mean, I, I, I don't. I, I, but I don't like the in 2019. Right. In an age where like to me, it's like. It's a very 1984 email. Yeah, yeah. because I'm like, there's almost the act of writing this in means that you are, to me, I'm like, you're kind of belittling the, the gay community community a little yeah. bit. To me, I don't know. I, get I, a little agree taste with, I agree with that. I think it's a little off-putting. A little off-putting. Um, might be secretly, like sometimes people write to me about The Bachelorette. There's like certain characters like, he's gay. I'm like, so uh, okay, <laughs> you know, right. like let him yeah. deal 
you know, I don't know. I, I, if, I don't right, even if that's respond the to case that. and that affects their connection, like that'll come okay, out. Yeah. Whatever. Then good luck to them. I hope yeah. it's whatever. Um, it's like, we met on Tinder and I have been questioning his, since his sexuality since date number one. Sounds like a fun relationship. <laughs> Due to his voice, body language, general taste and interests. But sex was so overwhelmingly great that I thought I could enjoy myself whilst he isn't ready to come out. See, she sounds like a monster. Right. Like, so. This is very weird. You initially. So you're saying. You thought he was gay from day one. Which means to me, you're not attracted. But you, she is like, but she's not. She doesn't but, put him in the relationship bucket. Yeah. It's just. it's Which just, is also kind of like a fucked up thing. To yeah. Say. And then she's like, well, I guess I'll keep you around until you come out. And it's like. Right. All right. Thing is, sex got better and better. And I found myself liking his company more and more. I have talked about this with my best friend and she told me that no 30-year-old man would still be in the closet at this day and age. I'm not saying that. I don't think that's, that's true either. That's not true either. That masculinity and gender roles have simply changed. I disagree with that. Um, I dis- I think they've changed, but I don't think it's... It's still someone's... It's hard to come out about anything. Right. Um, however, as my gaydar is not the strongest, I've dated several people who turned out to be homosexual when I was in high school. Yeah. Okay. This isn't high school anymore. Mm-hmm. I, 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 my fear is to end up finding out he is gay one year from now. At the same time, I know he would be really hurt if I'd simply ask him about this. What do you think? How can we politely ask guys about their sexuality without hurting their ego? Sincerely, girl, whatever. Um, I think that here's the thing. Why does it even matter? If the sex is great and sure. you like his personality... Like what is what? What would what would that change? Well, this is a completely selfish right? person. I I, I appreciate that? that she listened. It wouldn't change anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would first, change. No, she's saying, I like his personality and I like the sex, but I don't want to find out a year from from now that I've wasted my time with someone who happens to be gay. And it's like, yeah, you're selfish. This whole thing is about you, right? Um, which that's fine. I, I'm just telling you. Um, and if you're question to me if you're questioning someone's sexuality that you're with then you're not connecting with that person i don't know if that's necessarily true but i think it's kind of like it's just it's kind of like what it's like the this the question is superficial like be, first of all I, I don't i believe that sexuality is a is a spectrum okay right? so if it's a one on the scale or a 10 on the scale sure, obviously sure. I'm, I th- I'm he's with having you sex with you he's somewhere in the middle at the very least, if he's not completely straight. But. Right. But, okay. 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 I think she's the reason she's staying in is because she has no confidence. Why is that? So she she meets a guy, immediately thinks, date one, not, is, is uh, not, questions his sexuality. Okay. Then still goes home with him because he will go home with her. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, okay. if you're questioning at date one. Right. Then. Why are you, uh, how much fun are you having? Are you just toying with somebody? Like, I, I don't understand. And then she, then she's worried that like, so then she'll find out a year from now. So she's so unconfident that she acts selfish because she doesn't want to be without. She doesn't want to be without love. She doesn't want to be without companionship. So she strings a guy along who she doesn't even question. She doesn't even like fully believe is there for her. Like, okay. And she's using she's using all these like we said this was like from like this feels like it was from years ago. She's using all these like backdated things 
to judge. She's like, oh, his bo- right. voice, body language, general taste and interest. But none of that did she ever say, I like his company. Right. Yeah, like, what do you like about him? Well, then she says, sex oh, got she, better no, and better. I found, I found myself like his company. company. <laughs> so maybe okay. she does say that. But okay. So found that's, myself, that, but but that's it, why I'm saying, like, why does it matter? Because she's saying, we have the sex is great. Sure. I like his company. So what? Like, it's like this, like, um, this sort of like. But even the way she explains. This uh, homophobic thing that's inside you that's making you like. Like, 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 like let's you're say, embarrassed let's say, Right. Like, let's say he did tell you a year from now that he had had sex with a man. Hypothetically speaking. Right. What would be the difference? Well, the difference would be from what she's saying, he would leave me. Is that, well, is that what she's saying? She's saying, uh, at the same time, how do I know really? Uh, what if I, my fear is I find out, finding out he is gay one year. That he's from not me. attracted to women, but that the sex with you is amazing. That seems unlikely. That's what I'm, yeah, I agree right. with that. I think this is, but the fact that it like, she's like, I found myself liking his company more and more. To me, that line is her saying, at first I didn't really like her, but he's there. Right. He'd, he'd hang with me. It's a guy. I'm not alone. You know what I mean? She's using him. Okay. To me. I This is my interpretation. I And just the whole language of the email, I, I, hear, I, I appreciate her writing in. I think when you, like, it kind of goes back to last episode when we had the two girls that were like, let's see what, you know, like, let's see what it's like to date one guy who doesn't know that we're both dating them. It's like, right. yeah, this isn't your rom-com. You right. Find someone that you, that... That you actually enjoy, right. not because they're a human body that it will breathe. You know, like yeah. that's a lot of this email feels like I and I hear what you're saying. I, I agree with what you're saying. It's like you have everything you want. You got a guy that you like and the sex is amazing. So what's the problem? What other people think? Right. That seems like that's what I'm saying. That seems like the yeah. actual issue here. It's like some like outdated feelings about like what sexual or what a, what a guy's guy or what a masculine guy should be and like what sexual that sexuality is like completely binary but if but if that's her problem then she's she's saying my standard isn't being met as far as the type of guy i want to be with right then, and she's well, only yeah, staying well, with him because he's a guy right well in that case that's what i'm saying i think we're both right in yeah the sense I, of like, it's just we're both right in the sense end this <laughs> like I, I think like you obviously aren't mature enough exactly. to be with someone who's not the type of man that you think should exist do you think it's ever okay to ask a guy about their sexuality um not that you've been having sex with i think it's a little unfair <laughs> that's fair just like you said like you just said like you have the most amazing sex right what's the, what would it matter what would it matter he, he's getting hard every time you're having like how think, do you yeah. question someone's sexuality that's the most amazing sex you've ever had? I don't know. I think if, yeah, I think if you had a bad sex life where you felt like the guy wasn't particularly interested in you, that's a question that you could ask whether or not that would lead to a question of someone's sexuality is a different totally. thing. But like, you could say, like, you don't seem to, like, want to have sex with me. What's going on there? But I don't think you, that... If I'm having the worst sex with someone I really like and the girl won't, like... And I say, like, hey, it just feels like something's off. Like, you're not getting... You're not getting wet when I'm with you. Like right. I would go. Is, build your are, case. Are you, are you, are, yeah. yeah, build your case. I, are, are you not into me? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's right. fine. And I then it came know. up that way. That would be one thing. Uh, yeah, but like that's a way right. to get to that conversation. Right. But there would be no reason to ask someone that you have great sex with um, about their sexuality if your sex. If there's well, because what would it? What would it matter? It's a tough conversation. I I don't think it's really fair. Like to me, if you're questioning someone's sexuality how much do you really like them sexually? Right. If that means they're not your type. Yeah. So right. I'm like, you know, there's certain things that are like be- better left unsaid and they're better off right. left to you to go, 
well, what's my taste? Right. If I'm enjoying that myself and having either, fun. They're either not your type or you're embarrassed of whatever your type is. Yeah, you don't have to figure them out to figure yourself out. Don't use them mm-hmm. that who might be happy and enjoying themselves and love themselves for you to feel better about yourself. That's very true. Good answer. Yeah, we did it. Want to play it. some games? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. Red right. flag deal breaker. So this girl writes in. She said, I matched with a guy on Bumble and proceeded to find him on Instagram. Naturally, I checked who he follows only to discover that nearly 100 out of his 500 followed accounts were of Instagram models. Normally, I would be understanding of this, but these weren't your typical big-butted women. They were all young. I'm talking 8- to 15-year-old dancers and cheerleaders. Most have disclaimers on the profile that they are underage and are parent-monitored oh accounts. Oh, my God. For the most part, he seemed pretty normal from his profile, but I can't help but be turned off and get pedophile vibes from just how many of these accounts he follows when he has no apparent connection to the dancing-slash-cheerleading world. <laughs> so my- Also, uh, go look in the mirror. Do you look younger than right? you are so my what, question is do you look like a young uh jessica spears jessica, <laughs> it was jamie a, lynn jamie lynn yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's uh, so okay my question is is this a red flag or a deal breaker one and two why would he follow these accounts do guys not realize that girls can and will check who they follow it's weird um, that he would be a brazen pedophile Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, Most pedophiles are pretty like ashamed of their pedophilia. Sure. I would think. You would think it's publicly. They, yeah, and and like the one thing I would want to know is he does he coach? Is Maybe he, a he is right. Teacher? Maybe he is in that world. Yeah. Perhaps still kind of weird. Still bizarre. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, you could have pictures up of like of you with like a bunch of kids on your profile and it's because you have a lot of nieces and nephews maybe like, a younger sister who's in the cheer world that he's like a uh, supportive i don't right. know it is weird i mean if he has no connection i would say that that's a little alarming yeah definitely I, something you could ask about i think this is worth one date if you really had a connection right or you feel like everything else looks awesome yeah uh, like i would go i would go on one day if it was a girl would, like I, it's tough this scenario doesn't really track the other way like, a, like <laughs> she like, follows a lot of 18 15 year old boys 15 year old boys and that would still be weird still be weird and i i would and I, but i had such a connection we said we hit it off on the app and then we made a date i would go and i'd be like i would be like do you have any siblings i would be asking questions that would dance around that would get me to be able to make a better case for why this was happening right like oh do you are you a teacher no do you do you have any younger siblings? Right. They would have to no. have like some sort of explanation. Do you? Yeah. Are you a dancer? Them, uh, no. At least circum- like <laughs> yeah. in the world by proxy. Yeah. There's a bunch of questions I would, I would be able to ask that weren't actually asking. And then like, but if he goes like, do you, uh, do you like to do splits? I, no. <laughs> I like that. She also took inventory. 100 out of what yeah. 100 out of 500 of his followed accounts she's got a whiteboard <laughs> in her house a, she's got an excel spreadsheet yeah marking it down right but it's funny because that is an exaggerated version of what most girls will do is they'll look sure. they'll take a look at your follower count and then like categorize them usually not like physically in a spreadsheet <laughs> one but, butt model one boob right. model one kardashian okay friend Next. friend friend <laughs> butt boob housewife (laughs) cousin not sure yeah yeah yeah. i and i do understand like it is weird but like it's a red flag that i would be preparing to talk about 
Yeah, I wouldn't get by the first date and not mention that. Yeah. Even I if guess you I wouldn't we mention were... it, but I would get. I would. I would ask questions so specific. So, what do you think about uh, juniors <laughs> cheerleading? What do you, Yay or nay? What do you think about tumbling? You ever, yeah. you know, like, I, like this pasta looks is, is delicious. Yeah. What do you think about uh, uh, girls between the ages of eight and fifteen years old on Instagram <laughs> with parent run accounts? You guys ever, you ever go on Tumblr? Yeah, me neither. You ever tumble? <laughs> like that's a, yeah. I don't right. know. Would you make him delete them though? I mean, like unfollow. Well, them? The, if the answer because the answer needs to be so streamlined that it w- would be you wouldn't unfollow. Right. So it would be like, no, I, I, I coach cheerleading. I used to cheerlead. You know, like there's male cheerleaders in college. Yeah. I, I, it's a great way to make money. Um, I am sure. involved in the world. I understand. Like, There's always, and the answer is always in the tone of how people answer the question. Right. And how quickly they want to change the subject. Yeah. No, I just, I, I think they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> like if that's their answer, like I'll I'm looking for outfit way. inspo. Yeah. Let's um, do, they order for you at the restaurant on a date. Um, I'll have the shrimp and she'll be having the lobster. Like we discuss. Okay, here's the here's the main question: is like we discuss it first and mm. then they order, or like they just just they pick it out for me. They pick it out for me. That's a deal breaker. That's weird. But let's say we're like talking and I'm like, I think I'm gonna have the pasta. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm gonna have the fish. Sure. And then they order that. I'm like, fine. That's like kind of an old school thing that like I don't really mind. That's not. Yeah, that makes more sense. Right. Like oh. Let's get these three appetizers. Right. These two, have the, and yeah. So and so I'm gonna get these yeah. three plus she's getting that and I'm getting this. It's more quick. I get that. Right. If she's if he's like, well, um, I think you should have the the fish and then I'm gonna order that for you without asking you. That's like very weird. <laughs> it, yeah, and that's how it would happen. Would be you gotta have the fish. She's gonna have the fish. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. Oh, okay. That would be annoying. Yeah. I would be like, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about for you? And you got to have the fish. He's having the fish. I, yeah, deal breaker that way. But if we discuss it and she was like. Then she uh, orders for the table. Yeah, You're like, fine okay. with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah, like uh, oh, we're gonna, let's, like if we're looking at the menu together and I'm going, all right, these three. And then she's like, yeah, let's yeah. get this one. And I go, okay. And then she. Sometimes I'll, I'll ask a guy to order for me. I really don't don't like picking out. How do you do that? I would, I would be <laughs> like, um, you know, I eat everything. So why don't you just pick a few appetizers or whatever, especially if it's not like a real meal. I think. I'll but be then like, he but then he would have to go. OK, well, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking that. I'm right. thinking this. And then I would pick between the multiple choices yeah. of those things. That makes yeah. sense to me. Right. I, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I, I'm an over order. I'll say that. To, oh, yeah. Pick three things. I'll choose the one that I like the most out of those. Sure. Three, and I yeah, I'll do that move where I'm like, we got to get these four things or anything else you're seeing. Right. I like a team effort with an order. Yeah, that's true. It's it's awkward, I think, in the beginning before you know if anyone likes anything. You don't want to be like, well, we should totally share this thing. And the person's <laughs> like, well, I, I always do. Hate. I always do the thing where I go, what don't you eat? OK, that's good. Do you? I, oh, I'm, I'm a vegan. OK, right. Good. Enough. It took it took my date over. It took my boyfriend like three months to tell me he didn't like red wine. Really? He'd always be we'd always like. I'd always be like oh do you want to share a bottle of wine and then he'd let me pick it and I'd always pick the red and then like three months and he was like you know like I don't really like red wine was he not drinking the whole time no he was drinking he like drank it but it's just like not something that he would <laughs> have ever there, like, or, yeah just clenching his teeth every time he drinks it right so now you Out guys are a white wine couple I'll drink red wine when he's not around yeah but if we're gonna share a bottle it's usually not red 
Girl, you know, <laughs> it's night alone. The boy's away because yeah, it's a red, red wine, wine night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like with my friends, you know what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. Get it. Let's do one more. He broke his arm while arm wrestling. Or she. Or she. <laughs> He's 24. Or she. It's <laughs> pretty so embarrassing. A 24. They would bro- have to be like. So not only did he break his arm, not only did he break his arm arm wrestling, he lost. <laughs> <laughs> or she loser. or she they would have to start off the story i can't see a woman coming home <laughs> to me i can't i just can't see it a woman coming back and be like i broke my arm no it's her first date first day She's oh like, i'd break it <laughs> they would have to be like they would have, they would have the first thing they would have to say would would have to be this is really embarrassing but yeah i was fucking around with my friend we were actually arm wrestling and Women need to like give twenty four year old guys a little bit of a twenty year old guys are the worst. They're the worst. They're like the dumbest. Like they're they're very cocksure. Right. They're like the most confident, dumbest guys you'll ever meet. I always said I tweeted this once, and I I always tried to make it a joke. It just never worked. Um, but I would love to have the confidence of a guy coming, a guy who with his first job out of college. Coming back to college For and homecoming. buying a round of drinks. I want that confidence where the guy's like, I got the job that has, I got the 50K a year job. And I'm coming back to college and they're like, who's got these dollar shot? Me! <laughs> Throwing up the card. I got it because I got some money now. And I'm about to clean up here. And I, I'm cleaning up and I work in finance, baby. <laughs> And I got a job and you don't, so I'll take care of it. Yeah, that's a bad age. So uh, she breaks her arm while arm wrestling. 24. And she's 24. I would, if, a, if it's a woman to me, I'm like, I'm not ready for this type of hangout. Like, <laughs> I, I am too old for this shit. What if she was like drunk and she fell on her arm? Fine with it. Just no arm First wrestling. date, I would just have to see how they drink. You know, like I'd be like, okay, I got to... Like, is this a person that, like, literally can't take care of themselves? Okay. Like, I mean, accidents happen. You right. know, so I do can see where, like, I would be like, if she was like, I got to tell you, I fell, I was drinking. Uh, to me, that's like a fun person. <laughs> you know, like, I, there's okay. a piece of me that's like, that's oh, she goes out. Um, what if she's got a broken phone screen? The whole thing is shattered. I would assume it's from the broken arm night. Sure. I'd be fine with that, too. I... I need to give her the chance to put it together. You know, like you gotta test her out. Yeah, but it would be my eyes would be open for. This. I feel like you would be into that. She'd be like, "Oh, she doesn't want kids for a while." Well, that's <laughs> pa- part of it. She can't even keep the phone screen intact. Yeah, this chick is chill. <laughs> what do you think, guy? You got on the date? Oh, that was my boyfriend. He had a cracked phone screen. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. And he it was annoying because he like wasn't in a rush to get it fixed. That was more annoying for me. If he was like, oh, I like accidentally dropped this. Like, sure. If you, it took him like six months into dating to get it fixed. He would be like <laughs> he'd be like swiping around the cracks. Yeah. Well, sometimes you can like hurt your finger. I know. Well, eventually he got a new one. So apparently, and just a red flag. I for guess you. it's a red flag. I mean, like if you had asked me now, I might have answered differently. But <laughs> it's also important. You know, it's kind of embarrassing. You bring your friends around them. Sure. They've got the cracked phone. Look at this mess I'm dating. Right? Yeah, he can't even fucking take care of his phone. <laughs> and look, look at him now. Won't even let me eat on the couch. Yeah, this <laughs> things change. People change. Exactly. He just needed a woman to shape him up. <laughs> there, we did it again, Jordana. Look at us again. Another episode. Listen, people, we love doing this show. You got to share it. You got to tell a friend. You got to get it out there. We need you. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Make your Instagram story. 
We're coming on tour. Chicago, Cleveland, Toronto, D-Town, Detroit. We're coming to your city. We'll see you soon. Boom. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.